0: Welcome to Wait, Wait, Don't Eat Me, the brainiest zombie show on the web. My name is Chris Baker. I'm joined here tonight once again by my two lovely co-hosts, Sam Napolitan. Hi. And Katrina Tulloch. Hey, everyone. This is our third episode now of Wait, Wait, Don't Eat Me. This show is dedicated entirely to AMC's TV show, The Walking Dead. We get together each week. We talk a little bit about zombies, about our favorite characters, about people getting eaten alive and all that fun stuff. So here's how this works, if this is the first time you're listening to us. uh, We'll be walking you through Sunday night's episode, talking about what we like, what we don't like, what's working. We'll be looking at one specific topic, really in-depth, and then we'll be checking out and discussing some of our favorite zombies from the episode. Uh, so, and just a heads up, we're going to be talking about the whole show from beginning to end, which means we are going to be spoiling everything that happened. So if you haven't watched it yet and you don't want to have it ruined, be sure to go check the show out. On, uh, you can probably watch it on AMC.com or check your local listings, I guess.
1: Who watches TV on TV? <laughs> I know, really. God, but
0: it's not on Hulu. Oh, really? No, The Walking Dead is not on Hulu. and it's. Uh, That's a shame. I know, it's really disappointing. I feel like they're missing... A, Nothing's on Hulu. Yeah, though. their niche geek audiences. Anyways, if you haven't seen it, find it on the internet, do whatever you have to do, check it out, and then listen up. Or if you don't want to watch it, you don't like scary movies, you don't like the gore, but you want to know what happens, you can talk about it at the office tomorrow, then listen in. I guess my main point here was we will have spoilers, so... You've been warned. Let's get on with tonight's episode. We're going to be discussing episode number three of The Walking Dead from this season aired Sunday, October 30th at 9 o'clock p.m. on AMC. The episode was titled Save the Last One. All right, so we left off at the end of week two with Shane and Otis at the middle school looking for supplies to save Rick's son, who had been shot. And it was a typical cliffhanger ending for the show. And uh, that brought us to week through. Sam is going to give us a uh, quick recap of Sunday night's episode.
2: Lori and Rick's son, Carl, is still in critical condition after being shot by Otis. And they're trying to decide whether to go forward with the surgery that could possibly kill him. They're actually waiting on supplies. From Shane and Otis, who are caught up in quite a situation at the middle school. They're completely surrounded by zombies and trying to figure out a way to escape. In the meantime, the rest of the group is still looking for Sophia or just hanging out on the highway or traveling to the house where the others are.
0: Yeah, kind
2: of convoluted. And then at the end of the episode, fast forward to the end of the episode, Shane arrives just in time with the supplies to save Carl, and Otis is not with him. Apparently he has been killed by the zombies. We find out later that Shane is actually the one who killed Otis. By shooting him in the foot so the zombies would get distracted... And eat Otis instead of eating Shane. <laughs>
1: Which is what we said was going to happen last week. It's just like you bring a fat friend and then they're going to be distracted for a little bit. I mean, didn't we say that would happen? We did say that. We totally called we totally mm-hmm. that.
2: The episode ends just the way it began with Shane in the bathroom intensely gazing at himself in the mirror. Full self-loathing perhaps?
0: My, the first question I thought of when they showed Shane in the bathroom shaving his head. When the hell does he have time to work out? <laughs> Because Shane looks jacked as look shit. Excellent. He was
1: really ripped.
0: Yeah, like not an ounce of body fat. I mean, it looks like he's been hitting the gym pretty hard. But I mean, last I checked, there's he's not a lot of... He's been
1: lifting stuff. It's not like he's been totally inactive.
0: Yeah, but that's not... He doesn't have like... He's I've been, been lifting bales of hay muscles. No, he's got like with that. He's got been... like creatine <laughs> bench press muscles.
1: He's been carrying people. He's been... No, actually Rick was carrying... His son in the last one. Maybe in
2: his spare time he's lifting some <laughs> stuff. I mean, you got a lot of time on your hands and you don't have to work.
0: I guess so.
1: There's not really any food, he's so he can't really be putting on any LBs. So.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just doing his push-ups every morning. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he's a
1: cat. Routine is good in a
2: zombie apocalypse. I guess so. Yeah, you got gotta you stay human routine. somehow, and if that means lifting some weights
1: that are makeshift then all right complaining
0: all right so what do we think overall thoughts on the episode
1: okay i think we're gonna have some dispute here because i remember you saying that you really liked it last night right Mm -hmm. i did really like it. i didn't how could you think that that was a good episode when it was like 45 minutes of nothing happening and then the last 10 minutes were arguably yes they were good but that's not (sighs) that's kind of how every episode is though
2: Yeah, they wait until the last few minutes to really hook us in and keep us wanting to see the next one.
0: You know, I think they did a better job of at least plot advancement and kind of interspersing because the whole the Shane Otis drama at the middle school, you only got glimpses of it here and there, but it was at least running throughout the episode.
1: Yes, true. They, They were fighting zombies. I appreciated that. But who's our main character? It's Rick. What did he do this episode? nothing
0: well maybe he wasn't the main character this episode this was a pretty shane centric episode it
1: was shane centric i'm just Um, i'm concerned that our main character is in danger of being extremely boring is the thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) see i I mean he's there's not a lot he can do while his son is laid up. they i thought this this episode did a much better job of balancing the plot advancement and character development kind of the the boring stuff that is necessary for a good show but it's kind of he just wanted to to move along with actual running from zombies shooting zombies in the face and it really it was a really dark dark episode the ending was definitely a huge shift i get maybe i just liked it because it left a good taste in my mouth with the very last scene
1: because of the pecs
0: (laughs) (laughs) no not because of the pecs because shane goes bonkers and kills uh kills fat otis and leaves him there and i mean that's that's an intense intense scene
2: okay one did he go bonkers or, I think he knew
1: exactly what he was doing. Me too. It's the thing. Right. Me too. Well,
0: we'll get we'll get into Shane. Shane's okay. gonna be our. Uh... Our main topic, Our main of, topic of discussion, because I think there's a lot that can be said about him. But let's um, let's take a look at some of the other characters first. The first pairing you've got is uh, Daryl decides to go out in the middle of the night. Carol's crying in the RV because
1: he's annoyed. Wouldn't you be annoyed? He can't sleep. He's just chilling. Carol won't shut up. Andrea's fiddling with her gun.
0: <laughs> so so Daryl decides to go out and just go look for this girl in the middle of the night. Which I think I think you're right. I think he's just annoyed. I think he just wants to. F- I think he's like us. He just wants to find this girl and get the whole stupid <laughs> thing done with. He's like, I've had enough. That probably wasn't even in the script. He was probably just like, people are sick of this. Let's find this bitch and let's get out of here. So, um, so you've got him and Andrea walking through the woods. And it, that's kind of a unique pairing that you haven't really seen before. I think they, they kind of go well together because he's kind of a no-nonsense person. And mm-hmm. he, he kind of gives her the business. He asks her straight up, hey, do you want to live or do you want to die? And she gives a wishy-washy answer.
1: The worst answer ever. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it was kind of... really pushed the plot along, didn't it? Yeah. I think, I mean, all in all, it was an extremely existential episode. We we're talking about living or dying, and we're also... I mean, if you talk about Lori and Rick, and what they're thinking about the future of their son. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can stay on Daryl and Andrea for now, but.
0: Well, no, let's, but let's move on. Cause it's all, it's all related. Cause... Front porch philosophy. Exactly. The porch of deep conversations, because every time they need to talk about like something really important, <laughs> they go out on the front porch at Herschel's house. In the last episode, there was Herschel and Rick talking about how this is affecting the world and the point of this disease. Then in this episode, you've got Rick and Lori go out there and talk about, mm-hmm. is it worth surviving? Do we even want Carl to live? Is this
2: a world for children?
0: I don't know. I thought Lori made a really good point. She kind of says, what's what's the point in him living if, he just, if you're constantly living in fear and there's nothing left to live for?
2: I thought that was a very weak statement on her part. How so? Because if Carl is going to survive, he needs a mother that's going to be a little more supportive and it might not be i mean it's definitely a dangerous place for kids we've seen that so far
1: but maybe they said in our previous episodes that this isn't a world for children it's not but maybe
2: they just gotta grow up faster
0: i kind of saw it as she says what's what's the point in living there's nothing left in this world to live for you're just trying to survive from day to day i don't see how that's that different from how we lived before the zombie apocalypse Really? I, mean, I say we like we're living in the zombie apocalypse. But, I mean, isn't that, isn't that what we all try to do is just survive day to day? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. It's no, no, a little no. different, Chris. This super it's... sad, Chris. You're being extra pessimistic. No, i <laughs> She says if he survives, he's going to end up just another animal, just another walker. And she asks... Rick, if he dies tonight, tell me why it would be better another way. And it's like, we have the choice between life and death now, and there's a lot to live for at the moment. Mm -hmm. There's ambition, there's love, there are all these great things in the world, In a zombie apocalypse, that's very different.
0: Why can't those things exist in the zombie? I mean, you still have...
1: Well, it's a little tricky. (laughs) Well, I think,
0: I mean, you live for other people, and yeah, there's a a more immediate threat of danger, but right now, I mean, what's the point of existing without other people in the world? I don't think there is one. I think no matter whether there's zombies or no zombies, you live for other people. You live for the relationships and how you affect other people. And they've still got relationships. Some of them have great relationships. Some mm-hmm. of them have fucked up relationships, but we're in school right now so that we can get jobs, so that we can put food on the table, so that we can survive. I mean, it's yeah, it's different. We're not fighting off hordes of things trying to kill us, but we're all just trying to survive.
1: I mean, okay. I, you could argue that we're both us in the real world, we in the real world, and those characters in that show. If it was real, we're both living in a kind of fear. Like we're we're worried about our futures. It's a scary economy right now, and we don't know what's gonna where we're gonna be next year. Mm-hmm. Even, but I mean, she's mapping out Carl's potential future. It's either death by zombie or a life lived in real, tangible fear. And I mean, if Carl reaches adulthood, he'll be a dude with a fourth grade education. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll be Daryl. <laughs> is that such a bad thing? Yeah,
0: he's street smart,
1: <laughs> well, he will be street smart. But that's just code for dumb and violent. <laughs> well,
0: people lived like that for thousands of years before civilization. The cavemen lived like that. They were okay. Yeah. none of them wanted to kill themselves. That I mean, I don't know, but you don't hear of a lot of like cavemen suicidal impulses.
2: My thing is like, is it really such a bad thing for Carl to grow up being more in touch with his natural surroundings, knowing how to survive in bad situations? And this is all assuming that they don't know a cure yet. What if they find a cure in a couple years?
0: See, yeah, you should have been there to talk Lori down because that's a good por- <laughs> that's what Rick should have said.
1: Yeah, you should have been on that porch, Sam. <laughs> I should. I, <laughs> the
0: front, porch porch, porch of philosophy, deep right here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we go from Rick and Lori on the porch to Glenn and Maggie on the porch, and then we get to Shane, who is our uh, main point of discussion tonight. Shane is running away from the zombies with Otis. Shane and Otis are trapped in the high school, and they're both kind of looking out for each other. They go separate ways, and they say, we're going to meet up by the truck with these medical supplies, and
2: Shane and injures his back. ankle, jumping out
0: That's right, of yeah. the
2: window, so he's slowed down as much as Otis is. Yeah,
0: and Otis is a big fat guy, so he's so already slow. So he's slowed. struggling. <laughs> as, as they're running away, Shane shoots otis they get in this big struggle where you can tell otis is really terrified and then he leaves him and goes back and he gets back and he's got kind of this thousand yard stare when he gets out of the truck and and you can tell he's a little freaked out by what he's done but he never i mean he never says he kind of trails off when he's giving his story of what happens mm-hmm. he tells him We were both going to be by the truck, and uh, I looked back, and the zombies had him, or he says something to that effect.
2: Super vague. Yeah,
0: he doesn't lie about it. No,
2: not exactly. He
0: omits a pretty critical detail. So I guess the real question about Shane is, was this a survival tactic, or was this punishment for shooting Carl? Or was it something else altogether? Is Shane just plain out evil?
2: I personally think we can rule out punishment because Otis kind of redeemed himself by volunteering to go to the middle school and getting the supplies. So I don't think it was to punish him at all. I think it was just Shane was like, it's me or Otis. I choose me. He's fatter anyway. The zombies will have more food. (laughs) Like.
1: Right. i've never had a really good feeling about shane i think that he he's not doing it to get vengeance against i don't think he's doing it for some sort of honorable deed for you know the sake of carl and the family I mean, yeah. maybe for Lori, but not for any other reason that he just wanted to survive i mean he's always been sort of you know chip on the shoulder sleeping with rick's wife <laughs> this whole big thing I, don't, I kind of don't want him to be a better character
0: i i thought more. this is the best thing he's done so far i mean as a character not mm-hmm. as a Definitely person. the most interesting thing. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought he's got a temper. And I mean, we saw that in the first season when he beats the hell out of Carol's husband. he If something else is in the back of his mind, he'll take it out on whoever's there. I mean, I think part of it, I, I think it was definitely a survival thing, but I think part of it was kind of like, you know what? You shot this kid who was essentially my son for a while. He is as close to Shane as a son. I think part of it, somewhere in the back of his mind, I bet he was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm going to shoot him and leave him for the zombies.
1: No, <laughs> oh, but he did it in a dirty way too. Because yeah. when they were still on the bleachers, they were like planning out, like as a team, like I'm going to go this way, you go this way, I'll cover you, stuff like that. And he, you know, played along for maybe the entire episode until the very end and was like, "Fuck you, bitch." <laughs> yeah, it was pretty brutal.
0: <laughs> well, I think he needed them. Okay, so that's the next. One. Do you think he? Pla- do you think he'd had that planned out? I don't know.
1: I-,
2: I don't think so. I think they were both like because I'm sure Shane wasn't expecting to have to jump out a window and hurt his foot. You know, he was always expecting, like, I'll be faster, I'll be able to help him. But it was down to the wire where the zombies are closing in, and the way he looked at him before he shot him, I think it was a split-second decision. He was like, I have to do this if I want to live, or we're both going to die, probably. And what's the point of that? Nobody will be able to get the supplies to Carl. I agree.
1: But you don't bounce back from that as a character. I mean, as a person, you don't. Yeah. So I I think it's going to darken him a lot more. Oh, yeah. I don't know how long he survives in the comic books, but he's a great foil to Rick. And he talked before in episode two of the season that he wanted to sort of branch off. He talked to Andrea about maybe leaving the crowd. Do we need another villain in a world full of zombies? I don't know, but could be pretty interesting.
2: (laughs) The thing is, I think this is a really big turning point for the show altogether, because it's the first time we've seen a human character do something like really sinister. And I, I personally think it's only a matter of time before every character has to make a decision like that. Is it me or this other person? Do I want to survive or am I going to be noble and let the other person survive?
0: Well, after a while, it becomes not only humans versus zombies, but humans I think really humans. soon it it's means it's humans versus humans mm-hmm. and who's going to survive. And you mentioned a good point. You said that he did this to save Carl because they needed the medical supplies to save Carl. And I, I hadn't even really thought of that. I, I just assumed he was doing it to save himself. So you, you kind of have to wonder, is Carl at the top of his mind? Like Is Carl the first thing on his mind or is saving himself the first? In that split second situation, is he thinking, I need to get these medical splice or Carl's going to die? Or is he thinking, shit, these zombies are going to eat me unless I kill Otis? Because I think that's a that makes a big difference in why he did this.
2: I think in split second decisions like that, maybe it was just pure survival, but he's also trying to achieve a goal. Like the reason they're there is to save Carl. So that might have played into it a bit.
1: I think it was for Carl because it, if it was just for him, he wouldn't have taken the time to grab, you know, the satchel off of Otis. As Otis is still alive. He's still screaming. He's kind yeah. of pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah got a shot bit. in the leg. Yeah. But he takes like 10 seconds to take that pack off and get, you know, the respirator for Carl and all of that. He's making the effort.
0: I think it shows real strength for Shane that Rick doesn't have because I was think, okay, put Rick in that situation. Rick would never have done that.
1: No, he wouldn't have. I mean,
0: at least the maybe. Rick we've got now. Maybe. I'm not maybe too sometime sure. in the future he would have done it. I don't think, even for his son, I don't think Rick would have killed Otis because I'm he's got such sure. a strong moral conviction that you do the right thing. A girl yeah. goes missing in the woods, you chase her. He puts everyone else in front of himself. That's
1: why he's so annoying.
0: Shane is willing to make those tough decisions mm-hmm. that Rick isn't willing to make. And even, I mean, in this episode, you see, Rick doesn't want to make the decision even to go into surgery on his son, which is
2: yeah, he gives the decision to Lori. Yeah,
0: a whole another topic. But Shane could end up being more of a strong leader because when it comes to push or shove. Rick would say, hey, let's try to save us both. Probably both of them would end up getting eaten. And Shane's kind of like, you know what? Greater good, I'm going to cut my losses. It's better to have one of us survive than either of us survive. Yeah, so. actually three people survive. Yeah, because Carl survives too.
1: Yep. You know, we've talked about leadership in our last show, and I think we came down to Rick, Shane, and Daryl of the men – as um, probably the best candidates for leadership. And since we're so discontent with Rick right now, what do you think Daryl would have done in that situation? I think Daryl would have shot Otis from the beginning.
0: I I (laughs) I think Daryl would have killed all the
2: zombies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think he would have gone
1: through. He would have
2: killed all the zombies and then Daryl. No, (laughs) Otis, I mean, just for good measure. (laughs) I
0: I, I think it's an impressive thing that Shane did. It's really tough to say that he made the right move, but... I don't think he was wrong. I think he's just adjusting his moral compass. In this world, it's...
2: You kind of have to do that. Yeah.
0: He sees everything, and there's no black and white as far as right and wrong. There's shades of gray everywhere. And this is maybe closer one side than the other, but Mm -hmm. in the end, it pays off. I mean, look, he saves Carl, and everyone's happy. He gets Laurie's approval again. He's back in the group. Everyone's like, yeah, Shane. And in the end, yeah, Otis shot this kid. So if he has to die for the kid to live... I think Shane sees that as a, a fair trade-off. And I think Otis even kind of, he said, I got to make this right. When he went mm-hmm. to do it, I got to make it right. And I mean, that's not how we wanted to make it right, but
2: mm-hmm. made it right. It kind of balances itself out in that way.
1: Do you think if Shane had, like, if they were all being chased by a horde of zombies and Shane had to pick between saving Lori and saving Carl, who do you think he'd save? <laughs> or would he just shoot them all in the
0: <laughs> 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 Who would he say? I think... Probably Lori i was, gonna, I, say I was gonna say carl really well because i'm thinking about i'm thinking laurie would say save carl shoot me save carl yeah you know i mean you know she would that's a motherly instinct he'd probably find another otis and just feed the otis to <laughs> the zombies and save <laughs> so
1: resourceful. he's gonna We're find a new find fat, another fat man at this hour <laughs> he's
0: gonna start his own little gang of fat guys and follow him around all the time
1: <laughs> let's talk about the the zombie hanging from the
0: tree Oh, okay. Oh,
1: piñata zombie. Piñata zombie? <laughs> love piñata zombie. That was my favorite part of the episode. Not even the end. Not even the cliffhanger, quote-unquote. Man, that was great.
0: So there there was this zombie... Oh, there was a person at some point. Mm-hmm. They found a tent in the woods, and this person had left a note, which I think you, you had what the note said. It was a suicide note.
1: It was. It said, got bit... Okay, let me do the Southern accent. <laughs> got bit, fever hit, world gone to shit, might as well quit.
0: And that was right next to a zombie hanging from a noose from a tree. Garth Brooks zombie. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy decided to commit suicide in probably the worst possible way in the zombie world. Everyone else is shooting themselves in the face if they want to end it. He hangs himself. And as we all know, you have to destroy the brain if you want to destroy a zombie. So he dies, comes back as a zombie, and now he's just hanging (laughs) and swinging from the tree like... I think he was trying to say something. Yeah,
1: zombie speak. Was the closest we've gotten to. I think a zombie tried to say something because <laughs> <laughs> Andrea and Daryl come up upon this zombie and they're just like talking about it, like looking at it, and <laughs> it's looking right at them. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, well, I'm
1: holding out for some sort of zombie intelligence. I really am. I'm fascinated. Yeah, same by that. here. But like that would suck because did you see its legs? Yeah.
0: The other zombies had eaten its the meat off its legs. Yeah.
1: A zombie hanging from the tree is like exactly what Walking Dead should be doing more of. This is the best thing that a zombie show could do because it's like it's totally like horrifying and disgusting. It's super sad and it's also hilarious at the same time. <laughs> like I I've been really annoyed with the show lately because I mean these writers, these producers, they have a zombie show to work with mm-hmm. on Halloween. And so much of it has been dialogue, just, you know, slowly moving around, talking about feelings. Ten-second clips of
0: Dale walking. Dale
1: walking right. on the highway. That's ridiculous. For <laughs> ten seconds, Dale was just, like, walking around looking confused and mysterious. That was a scene.
0: Yeah. That was in the That accomplished scene.
1: nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, man, if you have a zombie show, you know, make the best of it. Yeah. Have I, more hanging on. I, True there. I wonder if
0: it's, like, a budget thing. They're, like, saving their zombies. Because there was actually, there was a cool behind-the-scenes thing about doing the zombie makeup after the show. Mm -hmm. And they showed... It was actually one of the funniest things I've seen on the show. They show them all. They get there like 5 a.m., get all these zombies in really intricate makeup, and then they all have breakfast in their makeup. (laughs) So it's all these zombies at a buffet, just walking through, like, getting waffles (laughs) and eggs. And they're sitting there. And I guess the zombies aren't allowed to sit with the cast because the cast are like all the stars, and the zombies are all the riffraff who (laughs) are just like free, unpaid actors. So every now and then a zombie will come over and sit down with them. And the cast will all get up and leave. They're like, Ugh, get out of here. It's like a it's like, oh, oh my god, this like hierarchy within the set of the zombies and the humans.
1: You can't see my face right now, but I'm just like, Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> you
0: gotta watch it's just watching them like go to the buffet and they're just talking they're like, Oh, hey Steve, how's your how's your afternoon? Blah blah blah. And they're all dressed as zombies.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to eat eggs and sausages with like my lip hanging off or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah, it's pretty intense. That's a terrible
1: idea. <laughs>
0: some of our, some of the other notable zombies from last night's episode. We got the tree hanging zombie, the piñata zombie guy. There's the zombie that chases Shane through the middle school and chases him out the window mm-hmm. and kind of just pops out and is grabbing at him. And Shane does. She...
2: Shane shoots him in the face. Yeah,
0: Shane blows Ray-sharp. his head off.
2: Crossing guard zombie.
0: There was there was crossing guard it zombie. Was pretty funny. I like crossing guard zombie.
1: <laughs> in a neon
0: vest. Well, crossing guards are kind of zombie-ish to begin with, if you think about it. <laughs> you just kind of stumble out in the middle of the street you stand there and everyone stops and looks at you for a minute and then you walk <laughs> off the street and everyone keeps going oh. do you think Otis is going to come back as a zombie or do they eat all of them
2: Oh I think he's I think he was done devoured so. man they I were ripping like, yeah, skin they're
1: hungry off. zombies
0: yeah. But, yeah but there's so much of them I mean they might like <laughs> <lost. laughs>
1: come back I like <laughs> do zombies get full zombie. do
0: zombies get full maybe <laughs> after all they're like we can't we can't have anymore. more. <laughs> we got Otis leftovers <laughs> put it in the fridge with the Chinese food
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you think okay this is disgusting but Chinese food do you think like different ethnicities of people taste differently to zombies
0: oh yeah <laughs> oh definitely
1: I don't even know where to go with that in fear of being horribly racist but like
0: well it's too late you already put it that way <laughs> yeah
1: I don't know. I, that's a question I will never know. Maybe,
0: maybe not necessarily ethnicities, but like different body types. Like you got to imagine Shane would taste different than Otis. A
2: little
1: leaner. Yeah, <laughs> a little leaner.
0: <laughs> yeah, Otis yeah. is like a. A little fatty. Yeah, like a Big Mac, Malen and Shane's femur? like a prime rib or something.
1: I mean, they're eating animals too. They found that woodchuck. <laughs> yeah, true. But that, of course, animals taste different. Zombies oh, probably. I don't darker. think they really yeah.
0: have well-developed palates.
1: I think they are just mm. hungry. Okay.
0: They're like Otis. They just eat any, anything that comes their way. <laughs> I'm, Maybe wants- I'm looking at this too pragmatically, I guess. <laughs> okay, in, in all reality, if. if, if man witch. If uh, <laughs> civilization ever did return and there were still zombies around, like, I don't know if you, any of you read World War Z at the end. Not yet. Well, I won't spoil it then. <laughs> but say civilization were to recover and humans ended up prevailing over the zombies, mm. there would definitely be a reality TV show about the remaining zombies at some point. What do you think? I think we would put them on TV. Yeah, we put everything on TV. It's yeah. so us. I would watch them before the Kardashians. I would watch them eat the Kardashians.
1: <laughs> yeah, I okay, would the Kardashians.
0: Kim gets eat divorced then eaten by a zombie.
1: <laughs> eat the Kardashians. <laughs> Too many.
0: <eight>. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So I think we've uh, we've exhausted tonight's topic.
1: Um, I vote for pinata zombie for the zombie Oscars. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Samuel. I liked
1: Crossing Guard Zombie. That was a novelty. I, I like Crossing Guard Zombie voted too. Here, You are. Sorry. He was a zombie he, hanging okay. from a tree. He wrote poetry. Okay, fine. <laughs> no,
0: I'm not gonna argue with you. Let's take a little poll. If you had been in Shane's position, running right away, your legs busted up, you're with Otis. Do you kill Otis or do you try to make it, Katrina?
1: Oh man, I would try. I would try to help Otis get to the gate. I would probably die doing it, but I couldn't kill such a nice guy. I, had, I don't even know him yet, you know.
0: Maybe that makes it easier.
1: That doesn't make it easier. <laughs> I I can never do that to a stranger.
0: Alright, so Katrina's dad, Sam, what do you do?
1: <laughs> kill him.
0: Alright. Sam's got the right idea. She's she's got her mindset in the uh
1: post apocalyptics.
0: Post-ap- yeah, I say I'd like to kill him. I, I wish I could kill him. I don't know. I don't think I Oh come on, you guys. I, I want to say that I would kill now him.
2: Now I look like a
1: jackass. <laughs> I look like a nice person. Yeah,
0: I try to help him. Or maybe I don't even shoot him, maybe I just leave him.
1: That's different.
0: But he's got the stuff you gotta get the stuff from. I mean you
1: could just trip him. See, I feel like I
0: would try to like connive him and be like, Hey, you want me to carry that stuff? (laughs) <laughs> and they'd be like, see you later, bitch. And get <laughs> out of there.
1: Such a manipulative
0: That's back. easier. That's okay. Is that worse than shooting him in the leg? I and wasn't going to shoot him, him in the, in the face? leg. I was going to
1: help him. Yeah, don't but you you're dead. Judge me. You're
0: dead. Carl's dead because not of me. you. I made him a
1: faster runner. No,
0: you're not. The leg's all
1: broken. Look how good shane I wouldn't have in. called out the window. I would have gone at the front door. You could
0: Zumba back to the truck. I don't think that was <laughs> an option. <accident.
1: laughs> what <laughs> It's getting personal.
0: I'm sorry. So, yeah, you killed Carl. Nice job. Sam, congratulations. You saved Carl. What? I, I heard. And what Otis's are you? Feelings.
1: You all wish you all Oh, I saved kill.
0: Carl, but I also didn't have to kill Otis, so I'm, I guess, the best of the three. <laughs>
1: Whatever. <laughs> I mean,
0: I've got it all worked out here. All right. I think that's going to do it for our show tonight. Uh, we want to thank you all for listening. If you have any questions, any comments, if you like what you heard, shoot us an email. We'll discuss with you. Maybe if you have anything you'd like to hear us talk about on the next show, shoot us a message and we will see if we can work it in. Our email address is don't eat me at filmgeekradio.com. Be sure to check out all the rest of the shows here on Film Geek Radio. Plenty of good shows about film, TV, you name it. We're talking about everything. And if you like what you hear, it would mean a lot to us if you would throw us a few bucks. There's a donate button somewhere on the site. It's hard to miss. It says donate. That funding really helps us keep creating new programming. So if you feel so inclined, anything you want to donate, every little bit helps. As for me, my name's Chris. You can find me on the web. On Twitter, my handle is chrsp. B-A-K-R. Follow me. I'll follow you back. We're always live tweeting every show with our thoughts and whatever random comments we have. And you can also follow my blog, which is musiccuse at wordpress.com. Sam, where can we find you on the web?
2: My Twitter handle is Snapolitan. That's spelled S-N-A-P-O-L-I-T-A-N. And I also have a blog in the works called Drawn to Quirk, which is at
1: www.wordpress slash napolitan.com Katrina. You can follow me on Twitter at T-R-I-N underscore L-O-C-H. Every week I am live tweeting The Walking Dead show, so join the conversation. I'd love to talk to you.
0: So thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Check us out in the upcoming weeks. We've got some really, really great special guests who are going to be on the show in the upcoming weeks, so be sure to stay Mm. tuned. Uh, We want to thank you for listening, as always. It's been our pleasure to sit around and talk about zombies for half an hour. And as always, remember, if you've been bitten, it's already over. Good night.
2: This
1: has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!